Part two, chapter two of the Speaking Voice Principles of Training Simplified and Condensed by Catherine Jewell Everts. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter two, Study in Change of Pitch. Let us now confine our work to a study in change of pitch, which is the fundamental element of the vocal vocabulary we are endeavouring to acquire had i an actual class before me i should now divide your voices into groups according to the varying degrees of greyness as it is i must treat you all as monotones for our present purpose we should choose a passage which to be intelligently interpreted demands marked changes of pitch robert browning affords the best material of this kind because of his sudden and long sustained parentheses which can be handled lucidly by the voice only after it has mastered this fundamental element of a vocal vocabulary. Let us take the first stanza and the first line of the second stanza of Abbot Vogler. Would that the structure brave, the manifold music I build, bidding my organ obey, calling its keys to their work, claiming each slave of the sound at a touch as when solomon willed armies of angels that saw legions of demons that lurk man brute reptile fly alien of end and of aim adverse each from the other heaven high held deep removed should rush into sight at once as he named the ineffable name and pile him a palace straight to pleasure the princess he loved would it might tarry like his the beautiful building of mine remember we are to confine our consideration to the one point change of pitch not the change of pitch within a word which is inflection and belongs to another chapter but to the broad changes of pitch from word to word phrase to phrase sentence to sentence following the intricate changes of the thought with this end in mind let us first blaze a trail through this forest of ideas let us find the main road and then trace the by-paths which lead away from that main road and in this case fortunately come back to it again which does not always happen in Mr. Browning's woody tracts of thought. To employ a better figure for vocal purposes, let us cut off the stream, the voice, and trace the bed of this river of thought, following the main channel, and then its branches. We find the main channel cut by the first and last lines. Would that the structure brave, the manifold music I build, would it might tarry like his the beautiful building of mine all between beginning with the second line bidding my organ obey and including the last words of the eighth line the princess he loved is a branch channel leading away from and coming back to the main river's bed but this branch channel is interrupted in turn by its own branch leading away from it and returning with it to join the main bed with the last line we quote this second branch begins in the middle of the third line with the words as when solomon willed wanders in this course for five lines 
and rejoining the first offshoot returns to the main channel with the last line now let us turn on the stream the voice and watch it flow into the course as traced what happens dropping the figure the voice starts on a certain pitch determined by the atmosphere of the main thought modified by the parentheses if the main thought were not interrupted the original pitch might be much lower but we must make allowance for the necessity of dropping the voice for each of the two parentheses we must therefore start on a comparatively high pitch from which we may depart easily at the end of the first line where the secondary thought begins and to which we return after a second drop with the last line which resumes the main thought let us try this carry the exact pitch with which you start over the parentheses and begin the last line on the original pitch can you do it if you can you are not a monotone but you may need the exercise just the same for there are many degrees of dullness in tone now let us take up the parentheses the first one begins with the second line the voice must drop on the words bidding my organ obey to a lower pitch indicating instantly the interruption of the thought hold this pitch through the second line and until the last four words of the third line with these words as when solomon willed the voice falls upon the second interruption which it must denote by a corresponding second drop in pitch this it pursues until it reaches the last line where it resumes the original pitch with the original thought try this these are only the broad changes from sentence to sentence there are lesser changes from phrase to phrase partly for the sake of variety alone as in the second and third lines where the pitch changes after a bay runs through the next six words calling its keys to their work and returns again on claiming each slave of the sound there is also a momentary lift of the voice on the three words at a touch dropping to the second broad change with the next words as when solomon willed try this more detailed treatment of the first parenthesis taking up the second interruption for this closer study the parenthesis begins with the last three words of the third line as we have said the voice starting with this second drop in pitch plays about the level of that pitch from phrase to phrase through five lines but it also changes from word to word as on the four closing the fifth line man brute reptile fly and this time merely for the sake of variety remember whatever the departure it must always follow the parenthetical thought bringing it back by resuming the original pitch from which it departed to indicate the interruption will you not diagram these nine lines simply write the verse as prose and then mark it for change of pitch call the original pitch c the first broad change b the second broad change a denote the changes within the parentheses by sharps and flats for instance would not the pitch of the last three words of the second line be indicated correctly by marking it b sharp 
but do not stop with the diagram begin and end by testing the voice make it follow the changes you indicate on the diagram until it masters the subtlest of them through such practice alone can you hope to increase the light and shade upon which the voice depends for its final beauty as an agent of personality end of part two chapter two